From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Monday, February 22nd, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Ohio's governor addressed delays in the distribution of coronavirus vaccines and announced next steps during his regular press conference this afternoon. Governor Mike DeWine said that winter weather caused widespread delays in shipments of coronavirus vaccines last week, but that the state continues to work to get back on track. DeWine said that those 60 to 64 years old will be next in line for vaccines and that the state will continue to open eligibility to Ohioans by five-year age brackets, as they have been doing. DeWine said discussions are also taking place about easing some restrictions on nursing home visits, as most of that vulnerable population has been vaccinated. Elderly Ohioans, some of whom don't use the Internet, are expressing frustration over not being able to schedule a coronavirus vaccine appointment. Stephanie Stanovich reports. We spoke with 68-year-old Gilda Herb and 72-year-old Rita Hines over the phone. Do I go on and keep trying? And who else am I going to call? They're expecting all these people that are sick and elderly to schedule. They have enough trouble, some people, scheduling their doctor appointments. They're getting the runaround. Providers telling them there aren't enough doses or there's no appointment times left. That's if they get an answer at all. I just decided that if I don't get it, that I don't get it. In Columbus, Stephanie Stanovich. Beginning this evening, the Ohio Department of Health is launching a series of COVID-19 vaccine town halls that can be viewed on the agency's Facebook page. Those will be targeted toward specific communities. Clay Gordon explains. The town halls will target African-Americans, Latinos, Asian-Americans, Pacific Islanders, and Ohioans living in rural areas. ODH says they're doing this to make sure all Ohioans have access to information to make informed decisions about getting vaccinated. These town halls are designed for health experts to separate fact from fiction when it comes to the vaccine. Each one will feature various experts, faith and community leaders from the target population in each town hall. I'm Clay Gordon. One of the regions of Ohio hardest hit by winter weather last week was northeastern Ohio. Michael Kelly has an update on how things are looking near the lake. The National Weather Service and many emergency management agencies over the weekend warning about the dangers of walking out onto frozen Lake Erie ice flows breaking off, actually at risk of floating out onto the lake. Now, warmer temperatures, melting snow on rooftops, creating a lot of ice with that come dropping temperatures throughout the day on Monday and high winds through the northeast corner of the state could make for more problems later in the day. Another wait and see with Mother Nature. In Cleveland, Michael Kelly, ONN News. Legislative testimony made in support of a GOP-backed effort to limit public health orders made by Ohio's governor was removed from YouTube after the service deemed it contained COVID-19 misinformation. The Google-owned platform said Friday it removed content that was uploaded this week to the Ohio Advocates for Medical Freedom channel for violating the company's terms of service. The video showed an attorney for a citizen group testifying with a number of debunked or baseless claims, including that no Ohioans under the age of 19 have died from COVID-19. That claim has been debunked by state data. The Kentucky Transportation Cabinet says a month-long project to clean and paint the Brent Spence Bridge connecting Cincinnati with Kentucky is set to begin next week. Angela Ann reports. 
Officials say the span over the Ohio River will remain open, but the project will require some lane and ramp closures. It is set to begin next Monday, and it will be completed by November 15th. The bridge carries Interstates 71 and 75 over the river and was last painted in 1991. Lane closures will shift, but some ramps to the bridge will remain closed for the duration of the project. Drivers are encouraged to plan ahead and use alternate routes when possible. Angela Ann, ONN News. An Ohio-based grocer says it was among the multiple victims of a data breach involving a third-party vendor's file transfer service. Eric Brown has more. Officials with the Cincinnati-based Kroger Company believe less than 1% of its customers were affected as well as some current and former employees because a number of personnel records were apparently viewed. The grocery and pharmacy chain said it was among victims of the December hack of a file transfer product from Acelion, a California-based company. Other victims include the University of Colorado and Washington state's auditor. Kroger says it is notifying potentially impacted customers and offering them free credit monitoring. Eric Brown, ONN News. Next month, some fans will be allowed back inside Nationwide Arena to cheer on the Columbus Blue Jackets. Clay Gordon says bar owners in the area, including Tim Emery, are looking forward to it. The owner of Boston's restaurant and sports bar says he knows this year it may not be exactly the same, but it's a step forward and they're excited to have people back. Trying to figure out exactly how this is going to play out. I don't think we've ever done an event in the arena with just 2,000 people, so we're not sure how that would translate, but uh, excited nonetheless. Every says fans usually were standing shoulder to shoulder, but with the pandemic protocols in place, he says they'll make adjustments to their safety measures if needed. I'm Clay Gordon. The average price of regular grade gasoline jumped 14 cents per gallon over the past two weeks to $2.64. Angela Ann reports. Industry analyst Chilby Lundberg of the Lundberg Survey says gas prices will likely continue to rise as crude oil costs remain high. The price of the pump has climbed 46 cents since November. The highest average in the nation is $3.57 a gallon in the San Francisco Bay Area. The lowest, $2.20 in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. AAA says Ohio is right at the national average of 264 a gallon. Angela Ann, ONN News. And President Joe Biden will mark the U.S. crossing 500,000 lives lost from the coronavirus with a moment of silence and candle lighting ceremony at the White House. Dave James has the details. The nation is expected to pass the grim milestone today, just over a year after the first confirmed U.S. fatality. The White House says Biden will deliver remarks at sunset to honor those who lost their lives. He'll be joined by First Lady Jill Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris and her husband. Dave James, I went in the news. Ohio's death count stands at more than 16,800. The state's first COVID-19 death was on March 19th of last year. Special thanks to affiliate station WBNS-TV in Columbus for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.